This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. you today me oh i'm doing just swell because today we have a very special episode we have by far our most um sexy and sexual episode that we have ever had because we are joined by billy lee from vanderpump rules and uh she's gonna talk about having sex with a ghost uh, yeah, which is something that I've wanted to talk about on this show. I didn't know that uh, I would be able to find somebody that has had an experience like that. But uh, we got lucky. And so here's what's going to happen. I'm just going to send it over to Billy Lee. And then once the interview's over, I did a little bit of research about having sex with ghosts. And I'm going to share what I found. So here she is, Miss Billy Lee. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I am joined today um, by my first Bravo reality star. (laughs) Hi, Billy. Hi. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Do you do podcasts often? You know, I I feel like I do these days because there's a lot of podcasts out there. But also, um, I think being an activist and being visible, you have to share your story. So if it's a speaking engagement, a podcast or... Uh, you know, hosting at a restaurant. I do it. <laughs> yeah. Are you Are you guys filming right now? No, we film in the summer. Oh, okay. Yes. Are you? How often are you at the restaurant? Well, right now, I try to be there at least two times a week. Um, but usually it's Tuesday nights, and then I um, 
do brunch with Billy. I can't even imagine what that would be like to be at that restaurant. It's so popular with the show. I mean, I have so many friends and family members from out of town that second they get here, they go right to that block. Yeah. I mean, are, people, you couldn't even work, can you? I mean, people are just... I mean, it's a challenge now. I mean, it definitely, you have to have extra people on staff when we're there just because we do take a lot of pictures and, uh-huh. you know, it's hard to, like, do your job. So um, we definitely have more staff to, like, kind of help us out. And um, But it's fun being there. It's like, you know, restaurants, especially working at them, it's like your second home. So you uh-huh. just go there and hang out and... Um, I'm always there for dinner, even if I'm not working there. So it's kind of one of those things, especially now that Tom Tom's open, um, we go there a lot too. Yeah. Have you worked at restaurants previously as well? Yeah, my whole life. I think when I was, f- my first job ever at 16, I think was Dairy Queen. And then we had this random ripoff Dairy Castle uh, in Dairy my hometown. <laughs> it was like White Castle and Dairy Queen uh-huh. put together. Well, the Queen's got to live somewhere. <laughs> you know? And so... I worked there, and then I was a server at Steak and Shake for, like, seven years. Steak and Shake. They don't have that out here, do they? I heard that they opened one in Santa Monica. No way. Oh, they had the best fries and shakes. Oh, you're taking me back. Wait, where are you from? Indiana. No way. Okay. I'm from Michigan, so, I mean, Midwest has uh, Steak and Shake all around. Um Okay, okay. so you grew up in Indiana. Did you believe in ghosts as a kid? Yes, I did. I I was always, um, I don't know, I'm really sensitive to energy. So I definitely have been in situations where, especially different places that I've lived, where I've felt a presence. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you think, like, can you think of a specific time you were, like, the first time you were in a place and you were like, wait a minute. Um, yes. We... Whenever I, I think I was probably a teenager. Uh, no, maybe like around, yeah, because I moved out of my parents' house when I was 16 or 17. And um, we moved, a bunch of us moved into a house um, close to um, college and across the street from like our local bar. <laughs> we were major alcoholics back then. <laughs> um, and yeah, a bunch of us girls lived there, but we definitely felt weird energy there. And that's where I had most of my situations happen. Um, I just, like, didn't like the feeling of being alone because when I was there alone, I felt like somebody was watching over me or I would just hear random things. Um, Yeah, it was – there was that situation. And then um, I lived in – when I lived in Los Angeles, I lived in a house in the valley. And I was home alone one night and – I felt someone that was in the house and I knew I was like someone is in here and I was like really freaked out and I was in my bedroom and then I felt I kept on hearing stuff just walking around like someone walking around and I called the police I was like for sure that it was you know so I called Uh um, 911 and they uh, you know just told me to hide be safe and they were um, sending people and then I heard a helicopter and I'm like Oh my God, I instantly thought someone is loose in my neighborhood from prison. Uh They're looking for him with the helicopter and he's in my house. And I was like, I hear a helicopter is like someone loose in the neighborhood or something. And they're like, no, that's for you. Like, and I'm like, what? And then this door, my bedroom door, and it's, it's kind of like really hard to open the bedroom door because it opens up to this huge room that I made. It was like a patio, but I made it into a room. And 
it kicked open. And I just started screaming. And I thought, oh, my God, like, I'm going to die. And no, no one was there. And then... Oh, so that wasn't the cops. That was the ghost. That was the ghost. Because then I I immediately run through the the bedroom or through the house into the front. And I'm holding a knife. For some reason, I had a knife in my hand. And I open the door. And there's, like, six police officers outside. And they're like, can you please put the knife down? I was like, sure. yes. Yeah. So they all came in and checked throughout my entire house. The helicopter was above my house, and there was no one. I didn't realize that they sent a helicopter for something Me like that. Me neither. I was like, do I have to pay for that? Yeah, do, do you? <laughs> That's my next so, question. No, I didn't. But the the cop was like, um, the cop was like, do you believe in ghosts? And I was like, um, the I mean, cop? yes, the cop no said that. No way. He's like, because I was convinced, like, I really was convinced that someone was... Like uh-huh. my my roommates at the time were like we're not there. Like I, I was hiding and hearing things for a good ten minutes before I called the police, and it was like loud noises throughout the house, and I was like, oh my god. Wait, so the cop was like, do you believe in ghosts? And then yes. what do you say? Um, I was like, well, apparently now I do because <laughs> I I was just in shock that. Because they checked the entire house. Like, I stood outside with them for a while while they, like, walked through the entire house and checked everything. Oh, my God. And it was kind of embarrassing, too, because it was such a huge production. And so, like, Uh I mean, I felt relieved because I, you know, it wasn't a murder. But at the same time, I didn't want to go back in the house because I'm like, if it's a ghost, like, I don't want to go back in there. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really weird vibes the whole time. And we only lived there for like six months and then we got out of there. Did your roommates have any experiences? Yeah, they were always saying like, they were always texting us like, are you home? Like, I feel like someone's here. And I'm like, no, no, girl, we're not home. Like, it was just a weird, um, yeah, it was a weird vibe. I heard that you had sex with a ghost. Okay. (laughs) That sounds so weird, but... um, (laughs) It sounds hot. Okay. So the place that I was telling you my first experience with a ghost was... Was this in Indiana? Indiana. Okay. Across the street from our local bar. And it was like a big, huge house, but like kind of a Victorian house, but it was broken into like apartments. And I think it was a two-bedroom apartment that we were living in. Wait, no, three, because there was three of us. Um... And I, you know, I did smoke a lot of weed back then. So I'm just putting that out there. (laughs) Uh, And I still do, actually. But um, I fell asleep on the couch and I woke up to, and I think it was weird because it was kind of in my dream, but I woke up to a ghost fucking me. Stop it. Yeah. And I had a wet dream. And it was so real, and even when I woke up, it was continuing. So it was like this in and out of sleep, but, like, it was this energy, and, like, I knew it was a ghost. I couldn't, like, see him, but the energy, the vibration of a ghost was, um, yeah, fucking me. And it was <laughs> it was so weird. I remember, like, the next day I told my friends, like, was there something in our weed, like, that we smoked? And they're like, no. I'm like, I think the ghost that's been in this, this place fucked me last night. And they're like, okay, what? Okay, I, I got to process this. this. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like it was a traumatic thing, right? I mean, it sounds like you kind of liked it. I mean, I th- it's weird because, I don't know, have you ever had a wet dream where, like, I, for me personally, some of my wet dreams have always been either... I'm doing something I'm not supposed to be doing. Like, I'm doing something bad. Like, someone's molesting me or someone. It's like childhood trauma uh-huh. for some reason. All my... I was just talking to someone about this. But my 
few wet dreams that I've had in life have been very, like, my first wet dream ever was with Bill Clinton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He what like, was that? It was so weird. It was like he like was taking off my clothes. Like every, it's weird how wet any wet dream I had. It, it's been I've been taken advantage of, and huh. and um, <clears throat> in a really weird way. And I think it's just from childhood trauma, like I said. But yeah, so my first one was with Bill Clinton. He just was. It was really weird. It wasn't super sexual. It was more like I'm not supposed to be doing this, and this person is touching me and and taking my clothes off. Uh, um, okay. And then the ghost, um, you know, obviously, it was really weird and like creepy. And I felt like I was being seduced by the ghost, uh-huh. and but I liked it. Uh-huh. It felt good every time. It's always you know, but you, you couldn't see anything. You could just feel. Yeah, it was different than any other wet dream because I could not see this person. This person was a ghost. It was energy. But could you feel an energy of you know? Um, I felt the touch kind on my of man body or anything. I felt the touch on my body. I felt the penetration. Like I felt oh things God. that I couldn't like explain. Yeah, oh it was God. so weird. It was it was really really strange. I'm like, I know people probably think I'm crazy now, but you know, back then I I definitely was you know. Young no, and you're you're not the first person to say that this kind of thing has happened. I mean, Bobby Brown said it happened. What? Bobby Brown, it, he I think he put it in his book, but there's also interviews out there of him talking about it. He was living in this house in Atlanta that was like some old mansion, and he woke up and there was a woman riding him. What? So I mean, it's it happens. There's from what I've uh, read, there's. Well, I don't know necessarily what they say in terms of like ghosts, but I know that there's a thing called an incubus, not the band, and a succubus. And uh, those are demons. Uh, incubus, I believe, is a male demon. Succubus is a female demon that has sex with people. Um, but now that's a demon. Now, I don't know. Did, did you think that it was a demon energy? I don't I don't really know how to define a demon, but... No, but, I mean, I... I I honestly don't think it was. I never really was scared in this house. Like it was the other house in, in Los Angeles. I was more afraid. Like that was a darker energy. Uh-huh. But this one, I mean, it wasn't that bad of energy. I mean, obviously he was about pleasing me or whatever yeah. this masculine ghost energy was. Um, but it's interesting because I was pre-transition then, and I, whenever I did have that situation, I imagine myself as a woman like that he was uh-huh. you know that he was um, having intercourse with a woman how did it end did he just fly away or um no i it was i ended with like an orgasm and i don't know it was like i think once the orgasm was over it was like he was just done it was there was no communication. There was no, like, we were talking or having a conversation. Yeah, we it wasn't like you were smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say, we didn't smoke a cigarette after, no. Um, it was just like, uh, it's kind of like in real life, you know? Once you have that orgasm, it's like, okay, bye. I'll talk yeah. to you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That is so crazy. Do you have the address to that place? Yeah, I, I know. Wanna... <laughs> There's like a line out the door. Women want to get <laughs> fucked by this amazing ghost. And then, he, yeah, he just leaves when he's done. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm so happy that you told me this story because now I have something that I'm putting on my bucket list. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, do you want to um, play a little game of EVPs? Or EV please. Oh, okay. Let's do okay. it. I always get so scared of games because I'm like, but actually, I did a game with James Kennedy the other day and I won. So I was like, oh my God. But I get really surprised when I win. I mean, this is not really a game that anybody wins in. Okay. And um, there's definitely no prizes. Okay. So I apologize. <laughs> no, the pressure is off now. It's fine. <laughs> so basically what we're doing here is we're going to listen to some uh, ghosts that were recorded and we're going to guess what they say. Okay. Uh, this was posted by a YouTuber named Ghosts of Britain. There's actually two EVPs from the same video. Uh, the video is called The Most Unbelievable Best Ghost EVPs Captured on Tape at the Most Haunted Maplewood Hotel. That's the entire title. Uh, it was recorded in Lilydale, New York. And it's the ghost of a maid that wanders the third floor of this hotel. Okay. here's So, so it starts with um, an investigator saying, Cindy and I are going to the third floor. And then we hear this. It just sounds like a lot of noise, but there's a whisper. Okay. Was it A? So she says, she says, Cindy and I are going to the third floor. Was it A? Ooh, can I come? B. No, you're not. C. I'll meet you there. Or D. Okay, now I'm scared. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> it's just a bunch of... <laughs> oh, my God. I instantly want to go with B. Yeah, because it's the only one that seems legit. But, yeah, if it's B or the last one. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's the last one. But um, it apparently does say, no, you're not. It says, no, you're not? Oh, yeah. Let's try it again. Yeah, it's supposed to say, no, you're not. That's an EV, please. Uh, please. Okay, here's the next one. Um, this is the same ghost, and I think this one is a little bit more legit. Oh, you hear a clear whisper. Mm-hmm, I do, but I I'm okay. trying to break down what she's okay. saying. <laughs> Let's try it again. What? Um, is it A? Just sit there. B, just Cynthia. C, I'm a ghost and I want to have sex. <laughs> or D, hey, this is the Dairy Queen and I live in the Dairy Castle. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say A. <laughs> a, just sit there. Or I want A or B, I feel like. But yeah. Just sit Just there. Just sit there. You heard her. Just sit there. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> That's scary. I know. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. 
And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but Watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed. But will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Um, actually, you know, I was just thinking, there's this, um... There's actually this woman that married a ghost. Did you know about that? No. And I thought my one incident, my wet dream was crazy. (laughs) Well, this lady, she apparently got it again and again. I have to say, like, hearing those, like, dark, raspy recordings, like, definitely makes me feel like it just brings up so much from that wet dream. So are you horny? No. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you trying to say to me right now? You're like, those voices in my ear. It's really taking me back. No. Okay, listen. This woman. Okay, this is a New York Post article. This is actually from um, like Halloween time of last year. But um, a British woman who claimed that she had slept with at least 20 ghosts. This bitch. This bitch. 20 ghosts <laughs> says she's now engaged to a poltergeist. In December, okay, Amethyst Realm is her name. She told British TV show ITV this morning that she cheated on her fiance with a ghost. I'm assuming that her fiance was not a ghost. Her fiance was a, a human man. She cheated on him with a ghost. And she has gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least 20 paranormal beings. Well, now she says she's found true love with an apparition. Um, So then this article just goes on and it talks about, uh, (laughs) she says, there was no going down on one knee because he doesn't have knees. Oh, my God. But for the first time, I heard him speak. Okay, she also talks about in this article that um, she, that the two of them uh, had sex on a plane. Uh, she said that they joined the Mile High Club together. Could you imagine witnessing that? Like, some woman on a plane having sex with a ghost? Like, what the fuck? I mean, I assume that only she can see the ghost. <laughs> I know, but just seeing that interaction, does it look like... She, I mean, yeah, that's just interesting. Um, wait, do you have time for uh, a ghost story? Yes. I've been ghosted, too. 
All right, so I get ghost stories from people. Uh, one way that they can do it is you can uh, write a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and in your five-star review, you can include your ghost story, and I'll read it on the air. Or you can send it to me at ghostedbyraws at gmail.com. Okay, this one right here is from Becca. There is a restaurant in SLC, which I think, I believe is Salt Lake City. I'm going to assume is Salt Lake City. There's a restaurant in Salt Lake City called Rio Grande Cafe, built in a historic train station. Legend says that the restaurant is haunted by the Purple Lady. She is especially active in the women's restroom. That's not cool. If you're going to be a ghost, not in the restroom. <laughs> right? There was a place that I worked at at one point where there was a ghost in the bathroom. And uh, this man apparently had a heart attack um, because the ghost opened the door when he was in the bathroom. That's what people said. That he like was going to the bathroom and the door flung open and he had a heart attack. That's weird to me because it's like when you're most vulnerable is in the bathroom, like out of all the places. So well, it's like, but even on Earth, it's like you don't like mess with people when they're going to the bathroom. Yeah, that's a certain kind of monster. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, she is especially active in the women's restroom. Okay, I l- I love old buildings and have an app called Ghost Radar. You should get it. <gasps> is that like Ghost Grinder? Ghost radar. It tells you, okay, wait, when the app turns on, it searches for energy near you and words will come through over your phone speaker. I'm getting it. One time I was in the bathroom and turned on the app and asked the purple lady if she was there. The only word that came through was Lincoln, which happens to be my friend who is the bartender. Maybe purple lady was asking me to be her wing woman. (laughs) Oh, that's cute, Becca. Um, Okay, I'm going to get that app. Yeah, obviously that's what that girl does that... You know, fuck 20 ghosts. Yeah, that's how she <laughs> that's got her grinder. There has to be like a ghoster or some kind of ghost hookup app. If not, I'm starting it right now. It's going to be Ghost Harmony, something like that. <laughs> Wait, let's find one more. Um, I feel like this is the next American horror story. It's just like ghost fucking everyone. That or the next like uh, Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's more where I'm looking. Um, okay, I've got here is a story from Sarah. There's an old theater in Monterey, California called the Golden State Theater. Lucy and I went to see Never Been Kissed with Drew Barrymore when it first came out. Oh, yes, it's it was a long movie. time ago. I love that movie. Oh, it's my favorite. Uh, we wanted to sit at the very top back row so we could be alone, but the back row seats were all broken. The theater seating was at an angle, so the top row had just a few seats, and then each row past that got wider with more seating. Anyway, we sat the next row down from the top. While we're waiting for the movie to start, the lights were still on. An older woman with shoulder-length gray hair, dressed up all nice in a light blue 50s-style dress with white trim, walked past us and sat right behind us in the broken seats. It didn't make any sense, and we were disappointed since we wanted to be alone. A few minutes later, Lucy whispers, where did that lady go? And I was like, oh no, don't tell me she disappeared. Sure enough... She was gone. There were no doors up there or a way for her to get out without us knowing. When the movie finally started, the sound was all messed up too. This experience unnerved me mainly because she was so real. 
Oh, yeah, I just got chills from that. Wait. Another time in the same theater. My friend was the manager there, and she took us on an after-hours tour of the place. We went up to the top floor where they had storage in this big open room with a line of big windows to the street. My friend said he could feel children around, which I wasn't sure if he was making it up to scare us. Right then, above me... Uh, caught my attention. It was the height of a tall man over six foot. It felt like he was holding my face and I was frozen, couldn't move, then suddenly whatever it was pushed through me like a big gust of wind. It even forced air into my lungs like a gasp and I could taste it. It tasted all musty and skunky. Ew. Ew. <laughs> like death, I guess. Since then, I've been afraid to walk past that theater or look at the top floor windows where the storage area is. I'm afraid whatever that was will recognize me. Okay, that's not a hot ghost. That's now, scary. Now, now that you've had like this sexy ghost, I'm like every ghost to me is like, you're not hot enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know some that knows a way hotter ghost than you. <laughs> exactly. So do you have any advice for how people can um, get fucked by a ghost? <laughs> are, there, um, are there like hints that you can... I think it was living? just like a situation where, you know, it was a party house and it was across the street from our local bar. And I think, you know, the ghost was just like probably that hot 24, 25-year-old oh. guy that just, you know... Maybe he, I don't know what happened to him, how he died, but he's definitely didn't want to leave that area and definitely didn't want to leave fucking girls. Yeah, he's still getting it. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. This is cool. Thank you. Tell people where they can find you and what you got going on and all that stuff. Um, lots going on. But, um, yeah, you can find me at It's Me Billy Lee um, on Instagram or itsmebillylee.com. And I have some really cool articles out right now with Dr. Drew. And then Dr. Drew and I are starting a podcast. Stop. I love Dr. Drew. Yeah, he's producing my podcast and then also forwarding my book deal. Congratulations. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. Yeah, I've met him a time or two, and he just seems like such a cool guy. He really is cool, yeah. And he's just really into, um, you know, sharing my story and then also educating people on um, feminine and masculine energy. He's dope. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Billy Lee. And congratulations to Amethyst Realm, who is now married to a ghost. Now, I didn't know that people marry ghosts. And listen, I'm a progressive-minded person. I think love is love. If you fall in love with a ghost, hey, listen, I'm, I haven't been on a date in months, so good for you if you found somebody. I also found a woman on uh, this article on People.com that came out in December of 2018. It says, woman who married a 300-year-old pirate ghost announces their marriage is over. Arr. <laughs> Uh, Earlier this year, Amanda Teague, a 45-year-old Jack Sparrow impersonator from Northern Ireland, wed a 300-year-old pirate ghost named Jack. But it seems like their unlikely union has come to an end. Oh, that's too bad. She says, uh, 
So I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over, the mother of five wrote, according to the Irish Mirror. I will explain all in due course, but for now, all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It is not something to mess with. Yeah, that does not sound good to have a 300-year-old pirate ghost that you have to take to to court uh, to divorce. Uh, let's see here. She hired a medium for the ceremony, uh, so Jack could say, I do, making the union official on paper. And since Jack couldn't put on a ring, Teague held a candle that the ring was placed on, which symbolized Jack. Uh... Teague previously told people that their love story began in 2014 after the ghost of a Haitian man visited her while she was lying in bed. She soon learned that he was Jack, an 18th century pirate who had been left at the altar once before and was ultimately executed for thievery. And then he stole her heart. (laughs) I made that last part up. Um, Let's see here. So... Looks like they fell in love, and then I believe um, they got married. Is this the one? I read so many. The past couple of days, I have just gone deep into uh, people marrying and having sex with ghosts. I believe this is the one that they got married on a boat because it was international waters, and uh, that was one way to make it legal. Yeah, they were uh, off the coast of Ireland. So, sorry uh, that that did not work out for you, miss, but, um, Amanda, but uh, maybe you'll find another ghost to fall in love with. So this whole thing, having sex with ghosts, we did talk a little bit in the episode, there's succubus and there's an incubus. Uh, what they call this is spectrophilia, which has actually been around, I mean, there's actually some... People theorize that there's stories in the Bible that are sort of, you know, demons having intercourse with people. There's also been reports since the 14th century. And people actually believe that witches were uh, the result of an of incubi, incubi, having sex with women when they were sleeping. And then it created a witch. I mean, but this was back in the 14th century. A lot of people, uh, a lot of experts think that it could be a result of sleep paralysis, but, you know, I'm always the first one to believe that it is a real ghost or demon. We talked about in the episode that Bobby Brown has uh, claimed to have had sex with a female ghost. And I was talking to somebody the other day about it, and they were saying, oh, you know, Kesha had sex with a ghost. And she talked about it like numerous times. And she she went on Conan and talked about it. She did a lot of interviews about it. And she had a song called Supernatural that was about uh, how she uh, had sex with a ghost. And so I was like, wait, are there other celebrities that claim to have had sex with a ghost? Turns out, yeah. Even Lucy Liu. Okay, Lucy Liu says that she was uh, she had a, an encounter with a ghost while trying to take a nap on her futon. I found this whole article on Bustle.com about all the celebrities that have had sex with ghosts. So some sort of spirit came down from God knows where and made love to me, said Lucy Liu, who, uh, let's see here. She said, it was, a she- it was sheer bliss. I felt everything. I climaxed. And then he floated away. Honestly, that sounds a lot like the one that Billy Lee had. Um She also goes on to say, it was almost like what might have happened to Mary. 
I mean, I think she's talking about from the Bible. That's how it felt. Something came down and touched me, and now it watches over me. See, it doesn't sound too bad. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith also uh, said that she repeatedly hooked up with a ghost. She told the magazine FHM. She said, a ghost would crawl up my leg and have sex with me at an apartment a long time ago in Texas. I used to think it was my boyfriend. And one day I woke up and it wasn't. It was like a spirit. And it, woo, she says, miming a ghost flying up from her bed sheets went up. I was freaked out about it. And then I was like, well, you know what? He never hurt me. And he just gave me some amazing sex. So I have no problem. God, I miss Anacle. Hmm. Dan Aykroyd also, you know, like famously Ghostbusters, there's kind of a scene like this, but he also says that he uh, had an encounter with a ghost. He felt an unseen presence in my bed, no less, when he lived in Mama Cass's Hollywood estate. Very interesting. Um, it seems like both uh, a female and a male ghost, I believe. Um, he said that he was cuddling with a male ghost in his bed and thinking, I'm just going to roll over and snuggle up to it. That's nice. Gosh, so many people here. There's Paz de la Huerta, the actress, Coco, uh, Coco Austin of Ice Tea and Coco fame. There's also um, Natasha Blasek of... Paranormal Activity 2 says that she had to... I found a lot of articles about that one. That one made some headlines. Um, so, turns out a lot of people um, have had sex with ghosts, and Billy Lee is, is not alone in that. And I'm, I'm seriously so grateful that she came on here to share that story, because it's it's interesting to hear it, you know, from, the, you know, the person that actually went through it. And I believe her. So, have you had sex with a ghost Talk to me about it. I want to hear it. So, as always, you can send me your ghost stories at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. You could also uh, write a fabulous five-star review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that reviews are uh, allowed to be given. And uh, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it one way or another. And uh, please check out the Facebook group. I am loving the Facebook group. There's so much great stuff in there. And next week on the show, I'll tell more stories from the Facebook group. I even got fan art in the Facebook group, thanks to Adriana, and I believe it was her boyfriend that uh, drew it, or husband, her man of some sort. He drew it, and it's great, and uh, I, w- I love fan art. So if anybody else wants to draw some photos uh, based on Ghosted, I would love to see them. And, you know, if you if you see stories on there and you got questions about it, ask your questions. I mean, that's sort of what I do here is that I hear a ghost story and I'm like, wait a minute. I want to know what what you're talking about when you say a ghost has sex with you. I'm trying to get answers here. But you guys can do that as well in the Facebook group. When somebody shares a story, you can be like, wait a minute. It's a lot of fun for everyone. Well, I hope to see you guys. Um Live and in person, possibly. I'm going to be this Friday, which is the 19th. I'm going to be hosting a screening of Jawbreaker. I'll be teaming up with El Cine 
fabulous group and we're going to be watching the movie Jawbreaker at the Downtown Independent in downtown Los Angeles and we'll be joined by Judy Greer from the movie and Darren Stein and we'll be doing a Q&A and then there's going to be an after party hosted by the Boulay Brothers downtown it's going to be a great time I hope to see you there 420 I'm going to be ghost hunting so I can't wait to uh, come back and report a few things for you but I'll tell you more about that later as always Help make my childhood dream come true and follow me on Instagram at Ross I'm also on Twitter at Ross I have a Facebook page at Ross The Facebook group is called Ghosted by Ross My Venmo is at Queen Ross. And, you know, all the other places I'm at, Grinder, Tinder, all that stuff. Ghoster is the new app that I'm trying to hopefully invent. Oh, that's another thing I found out. When I was Googling uh, people sleeping with ghosts, there are all these websites and blogs that are like uh, talking about how to summon incubuses, incubi and succubi and, you know, different spells to use and different tips, you know, how, how, can, how you can get a ghost to fall in love with you. So, yeah, maybe I've inspired people. I, you know, that's my dream. If I can just have, if I could be a matchmaker, one listener on the show finds out Oh, I didn't know you could go on websites and meet, you know, figure out how to meet a ghost and fall in love with them. I would love to hear your your relationship success story. So you know how to get a hold of me. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We've got a real spooky one coming up next week. As always, I love you, both living people and dead people. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye. Star Brains Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.